What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. We are extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. If you haven't already, make sure you do yourself a huge favor and join the Black Health Academy. There's over 860 of your cousins in there, so make sure you go to www.theblackhealthacademy.com to join for absolutely free. It's our membership platform dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact people of color. Jay. Welcome to the podcast on probably this last 80 degree day we'll have here in Metro Detroit on this sunny, bright, yeah, beautiful day. So good. And this day has just been absolutely beautiful from the beginning to now, looking at the sun, just everything. Yes. You looking mad, comfortable, stretched out. I'm going to be honest with you. You <laughs> ain't never did the podcast on your stomach. I want everybody to know. Her belly button is touching the floor right now, fam. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> button is connected to the floor your toes twiddling <laughs> oh you looking mad comfy yeah because <laughs> man y'all so a big big man you have so much so many things going on and we were discussing it earlier at lunch how it's hard to like slow down and kind of just be proud and happy but man we are right here and lisa's dope funky beautiful modern multi-level loft and it's just amazing and that's why i'm stretched out because i feel like what is it mikasa sukasa like her place is my place and i feel like i got a, a brand new loft and i'm just digging it and i'm just looking around and it's just amazing it's so you it's so you and you and you know you told me so many times of all the things you wanted mm -hmm. like i want a space for my office i want this i want that i want and just knowing what you said before and it just seeing it manifest it's just crazy it's really crazy it's so you that i just can't get over it <laughs> I, I really can't i'm like how i mean not even how you you said it and you got it and yeah. you claimed it no doubt and and it, and, and we're here celebrating that like it, it's just amazing you gotta have patience and you've had patience yeah, no doubt. And you know what? It's interesting because, you know, like you, you and I and Tiff were talking about at lunch today, you know, like, are you shocked? Are you happy? Like you said, this is what you wanted and you got it. And it's like, nah, you know, you know yeah. how I want you to get excited about the vibe. But yeah. Like, you get mugged. Right? He's like, yeah. Right. So it's kind of like that. Like, this is what I wanted. What is it about getting what you wanted and what you work for? that don't make it that exciting like what? i don't know if it's everyone or just us ah. you know what i mean you know sure. how you've been making it um a thing to be in the present moment yes. and appreciate things i haven't gotten there yet so i'm yeah. always thinking okay i got books i got books how do i get booked what's my next weekend looking like what yeah. you know what i mean yep. so i think it's almost like being present and just really i you know i just posted about that recently I finally stopped and looked around and was like, wow, you made it. Because when I really first left my marriage, I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. I didn't have, I mean, my car was old. I didn't have any furniture. Yep. Did I say I didn't have a job already? Yeah. Okay. You didn't have a business. I didn't have a business. I didn't have anything. And I just mm -hmm. took a leap of faith. And you were the only person who supported me on that. 
everybody else was like, what the hell are you doing? Mm. But you knew I wasn't happy. You were the only person in my life that was like, you know, I see that you're looking for peace and you're looking for something that is not provided in the place that you're at. Yeah. And so I just recently looked around and was like, you know, because sometimes when you're moving forward and you're, you're swimming and you're swimming and you're swimming, you don't, you don't think about like... you got your head down underwater just trying to stay just, afloat. Just trying to stay afloat. Absolutely. And so I think sometimes that's it. Like, wow. And then now I'm just floating on my little... <laughs> what's those big rafts people have? I'm just like, wow, with my little drink. Like, look at me enjoying now. Enjoying the view. Just enjoying the view. And I think Absolutely. for you right now, I hope you're enjoying your view. And you said something earlier that I, I was like, we got to say that in the podcast. Like, hard work. <laughs> pays off. Anybody yeah. tell you anything different, they lie. Yeah. Consistent hard work pays off. And I'm just so happy to see the fruits of your labor, Thank like you. physically t- in a tangible way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you've been seeing the fruits of your labor with yeah. people thanking you and lives changing. But we're literally sitting here stretched out in this prime property. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I was just so happy for you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love. And you know what? It has not you know, went uh, over my head. Like I totally, I stand out on a, on a, on the balcony and I look at the view and I'm just like, this is exactly what you want. And every time I go out there, Jay, since I got the keys, every time I go out there, I stop and say, thank God. Like every yeah, single time man. I can't even resist. I'm just like, you really can manifest um, with what you want. It comes from the power of your thinking. It comes mm-hmm. from, you know, elbow grease. It comes from, you know, not having a plan B. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I saw the place, I didn't look at another place. Mm-hmm. There was not a plan B. It was never a just in case. You know what's funny? When you just said uh, elbow grease, I just thought about your first name, Sweat Equity. No, no. <laughs> That's the first business page I created on Sweat Facebook. Equity, baby. That was your first name. Yeah. And it still applies. It's not your name anymore, but Sweat Equity. Yes. It comes with its reward. Absolutely. Man. You got to put that sweat in that work in that time yes. in that belief in because sometimes that's the hardest work right just to it believe sure what you really want is going to manifest absolutely and 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 you will see it produce what you want it to produce if you stay on top of it you know you said earlier that you so sick of people having to start you know get back on it like why do everybody got to get back on got to get back on my exercise got to got got to start eating healthy again like why is everything again or restart like just don't stop just don't stop and i know that sounds like it might come off a little judgmental a little harsh but that's an old tale of constantly have to restart the engine keep it running yeah like keep it running because you know most of your excuses you know sound great at the time at the same time they're excuses and you know we really got to work hard and it's interesting because i'm about to record a solo podcast uh for this month though where i'm talking a little bit about um growth and expansion and the cost of constantly being in a season of growth and expansion Uh right um and so you guys look out for that solo episode and the next obedience episode because um there is room for stopping but it has to be on your own terms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. You, you have it to earn the stop. You have to earn the stop. But most stops come from life. You know, yeah. um, I got a four stop, a four stop. You know, I got fired from my job. So now you're not exercising because you're focusing on. Fire. No, even through I was listening to a podcast. And one of the things that they said that resonated with me is don't let a good crisis go to waste. Every single crisis, every single thing that happens to you, find 
I'm not gonna say the silver lining, but find the message. What were you supposed to learn? Mm -hmm. How can you come out of that situation better, smarter, and stronger? Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm yep. not saying when it happens, because I know when it happens, the impact can knock you on your butt. Oh yeah, no, you get that. But minute. what I'm saying is, yeah. when you strap, you know, strap up those boots and 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 get back to yourself. Don't let it hold you down too long and also come out better than you were before. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And that's the hard part sometimes, uh, emerging better than with the way you went in. Yeah. Because um, life will take you out. Okay, so let's get into Wait What. Um, Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, Wait What? what? All right, here we go. Good news or bad news first? Uh, <laughs> because... My way, what just it pissed me off. Bad news first, so we can go into the good news. Okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Okay, so my way, what kind of inspired the topic for today, part of the topic today, which is about how people of color are consistently exploited um, for healthy, uh, unhealthy habits and unhealthy practices. Now, Jay, I'm sure you probably saw this, but I was so pissed off when I saw the McDonald's release the Travis Scott meal. Oh, yes. You heard about that? Oh, yes. Yes. I could not believe it. Right. And then on their website, Jay, they say, get the quarter pounder cheese with, with, with cheese Travis style. It's lit. <laughs> oh, did you see the response to it is what I want to know. No. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, y'all can't be falling for this. First of all, and this ain't even the, scratching the surface. But his quote-unquote favorite meal is what they all It's a burger frying drink. They ain't created nothing new. They ain't put a twist on nothing. Travis likes a quarter pounder with cheese, a fry, and a Pepsi. Literally all they did was take two seconds to go to a website, put his name in front of it, and write him a check. And now they're exploiting this black man, somebody who is in the hip-hop community, in the, in, in the black community, and saying, go out and get this fast food, this junk food. You know what I mean? Next, we'll, oh, get the new Drake meal from Burger King. Get the new Beyonce yeah, meal. Yeah, a walk home with fries and a drink. Like, yes, what? Just the way Beyonce enjoyed. First of all, if you have any type of celebrity, you should not be selling yourself to a fast food company that's killing your people. I don't care about your eye roll. <laughs> I don't care about your eye roll. Because I was so angry, Jack. I could not believe you it. You eye roll. I don't even know please. who Travis Scott is. But I know. <laughs> I've heard, you know I don't be that hip. But I know <laughs> that he has been exploited. And there is people who are fans of his who was falling for this. I know it has generated revenue for McDonald's. And for us, it has generated high blood pressure, high cholesterol, obesity types. It's perpetuated all those chronic diseases, which is already killing us. Travis ought to be damn ashamed of himself. <laughs> not McDonald's. First they of just all, had a brilliant person Travis in the marketing should not be ashamed of himself because Travis probably genuinely eats McDonald's. I don't First of give all, a secondly, yes, it got the response that they wanted. They literally have McDonald's where he showed up to do like uh, he he was personally there. Uh huh. He got a ticket and McDonald's got a ticket because it was basically a stampede of people trying to get to McDonald's and buy the, these meals. You lying to me? No lie. You lying to me? No. No. <laughs> Y'all falling for this? So yeah, people oh, falling for this. Oh. So he yeah. made an appearance at McDonald's. He made an appearance. And they stampeded. Yes, and the, and they talked about how much it's it's selling off the shelves. The Travis Scott. Yes, the Travis Scott. You got Scott it. Uh, literally. Yes. And just to be clear, 
It's once again a burger, fries, and I a I don't know the meal. I just know. I'm telling you what it is from the website, Jay. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> Hell. So, okay. Yeah. Do you see the problem with this? Absolutely. But I, I find it's one of those problems that I don't have any emotional like feeling about it. It's, it, it goes along with the ridiculous. That's just, you know what I mean? It, al- it lines up with all the ridiculous things that. It's already going on. It's nothing new. And I bet McDonald's is just like, why didn't we think about this too much? Why didn't we think about exploiting black celebrities to sell them more grease balls? Yeah. And it's about to keep going now. It's about to keep going. Just like Master P do, does the rap snacks, you know, put Cardi B on the bag, put whatever, whoever knows. But yeah, they, they, it, they sell and we get the, the, the end of it. We got to spend a dollar or two. We get the, we pay for the high blood pressure, the diabetes, and then they walk off with their check. Free like we literally want. hand over a crispy 10, a crispy 20. For chronic illness. Yes. For chronic illness. Yes. Because of this celebrity who don't know you from, what does Travis Scott do? He got a hit I, think I know. He, I know he raps for sure, but I don't know. His music. I sounds so old. Like, I don't know what the young lad does. <laughs> But I know he raps. Now, I don't know if that's his main gig. I don't know. Well, but I know he has a baby by one of the Kardashians. I do know that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I would just like to uh, make a public service announcement. Can y'all not, can y'all just not, like, can y'all not buy, like, this is our problem. This is what's killing us. Um, you guys know how serious me and Jay are about nutrition, plant-based nutrition, and using food as medicine. And so just the fact that an age-old trick of celebritizing a product is working so well. Well, super well. I can't believe we're still falling for the okie doke. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. (laughs) What's your next weight was, sis? I did have another one, but go ahead. Go with the good news. (laughs) I was pissed, Jay. (laughs) I can't believe you're that mad about it. Um... My news, I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just, wow. Okay, anyway. So, um, I'm taking the kids, my kid, I have two kids, um, 11 and 14. And I'm taking them to their dad's house, right? So, you know how at my street, mm-hmm. there's that light on, on, like, the busy street, so, on Greenfield. Yeah. And we run it all the time. I know I run it all the time. No one has patience because it's like a turnaround. Yeah. To get, you know, to, to my house. So, I, that light right there. So I'm, I'm leaving my house and we, we've driven and we're waiting at that particular light from on my street. Right. And there's a car coming towards me about to run that light. So they, they're coming towards me. Mm-hmm. And as they're going across the light, a car coming down the street at full speed, mm-hmm runs directly smack into them smack right into them right Mm -hmm. and does not hit the brakes nothing Mm -hmm. i'm like someone had to be drunk like so the car hits the car that's coming towards me i'm at the corner Mm -hmm. these cars then start spinning out of control Mm -hmm. right they both start spinning full full speed Mm -hmm. and so they're coming barreling towards my car just barreling right Mm -hmm. and so now, you know, I'm with Morgan. Morgan's mother, super scary. Morgan, if I turn a corner, she, <gasps> you know, she didn't even make a sound. She's just staring in, like, horror. Disbelief. Bryson right. is in the back staring, like, <gasps> so we're all staring, both staring at these cars. I don't have time to react to pull my car in reverse or anything. These cars 
barreling towards me. Soon as they get like right to my bumper, why did the car split apart? <clears throat> one go on one side of my car, one go on the other side of my car. One hits a tree, one runs into a pole in a building. I'm talking about right at my bumper. They split apart. And when they hit, when they go on both sides of my car, they're so close that I know when I pull my car over, I'm going to have a, a something off like, a, a, you know, my bumper or in the back or something. Because they go, they don't go out. They go right directly on both sides of me. So I pull, I go, I said, was I hit, I, had, I felt the right, I like, I had to be, they were right there. Right. I pull the car to the next, um, like, parking lot. I get out, and Bryson is, like, <laughs> laughing hysterically, because he's, like, shocked. He's like, I can't believe, basically, we're alive. <laughs> Morgan is just, like, so we walk and circle around the car looking for, like, scrapes. There's nothing. There's nothing, right? Untouched. And I said, Morgan, do you see this? I said, Morgan, do you did you see God? Did you see God protect us like that? Okay. I said, there's no. I said that was literally God, literally, because we we you know you know you're protected. You know you you miss some situations that you could. But I'd never seen it with my own two eyes. Yeah. I we literally was dead smack into a horse, and it just went right past us. And then so, but it's like when something happens like that, so I dropped them. And Bryson's like, man, was that a dream? Like that was so unreal. Right. Because these cars were coming. And so I was just still bothered by it because I'm like, they were right there. I'm like, I know it had. So I'm looking at my car. I'm like, Jay, get over it. There's no, there's nothing. You did not get hit. You know, you're fine. Right. But I'm still looking at my car. I'm like. So I come out the next day, still looking like I know those cars hit my car. <laughs> and then I seen it. I seen the fine paint scraped off and the little scratch like somebody took a, a damn nail file or something. I said, that's how close I was. That's how close I was that this car literally did touch my car. Yeah. And, and, and we just got protected. And I was like... Hmm. It's just amazing to see the visual of mm. protection because, well, you know, we're, we are, we're all protected. We're all here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't know how many near misses you had. You could have went to a store like, you know, uh, what's we call it said, and, and, but he, and they started shooting after. Mm -hmm. But we never really know those things. Mm -hmm. And to actually see it, I'm just still, I'm kind of still like traumatized by it mm -hmm. for some reason. I'm grateful, but it's almost like when you escape a fire or something, you think about what could have happened, how it could have happened. Dang, if I was an inch closer, if I was an inch back, maybe I shouldn't get that close to the corner. What if I was walking? You know, that's where I run. And I'm just like, Jay, stop it. Like, just be grateful and just be happy because that could have ended so much worse. So that was my way. What? I'm like, wow, wow. I literally saw god's protection mm, mm, literally mm, fit, like with my own eyes mm, i said i cannot even believe it mm, so that that's my way what i was like man like wow they so i thought i was gonna say it made morgan start being a believer no she's still an atheist um, or agnostic i i think she's because i'm like morgan did you not see it morgan uh, she's like well i'm like morgan baby th listen that was god yeah that was God, and that probably was God for you, specifically for you. Yeah. That probably was for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? For yeah. you to see that. Because there's no way that we had two, not one, but two cars, two cars 
barreling towards us and we get out unscathed with with and then the car is unscathed like not only the us but oh the they were okay no, no, they the two, two people. Oh, no, oh no, they were no, no. Okay. They hit the pole and they hit they, but they nobody. The ambulance weren't called, so the people were okay. Oh wow, they, their cars weren't right, but, but they were okay. But they were okay. Yeah, but so, the car was your car was unscathed. My car and was you unscathed. You and your kids were. Unscathed. Yeah, so I, I thought that was just like an amazing testimony. Favor ain't fair, man. Favor I said that is fair. exactly what they mean by because i'm looking at them like wow they literally ran into a tree and they literally ran into a building mm, mm, mm. but we just literally i'm like oh we're get back in the car i'm about to finish dropping y'all off yeah so <laughs> yeah that's a big one man that's a really big one um my final weight what was um Again, just some inequities for black people in uh, industry. This one in particular is in like the housing and real estate industry. And I had never even heard this before. You might know it, Jay, but a, a recent poll was done. A Gallup study was done um, that showed that during the appraisal process, homes and black people's homes and black neighborhoods are typically appraised on average, $43,000 lower than comparable white homes, right? Mm -hmm. um, which um, totals about $156 billion in losses each year for the black community. Because if your house is worth, you know, $150 and somebody comes and says it's $100,000, right? Then that equals loss for you in your net worth and the amount of equity you have in your home and um, all type of things that you can do if your house is appraised more, mm -hmm. right? And I was really shocked by that. Like, I had never even... I'm like... I mean, when you, when somebody says racism in the appraisal, it, it ain't shocking, but it's something I never thought about being an issue, right? Because mm -hmm. when I get to the point where I'm ready to sell this place is... I didn't even think about literally answering the door and uh, instantly the value drops because of my face. Mm -hmm. I just read an article about that and I was talking to someone about how um, um, an interracial couple was selling their home. And so they got it appraised and they're like, no, it should be more. So they removed all of the black pictures and anything with any signs that they were, there was someone black living in the home. Called the appraiser, another appraiser back out, and, and it went up thirty thousand dollars. That crazy? Oh my god! Like I, we can't escape. And you know what's interesting is, it's one of those things where it, you people think you're imagining it. Like, hey, no, that's how much your house is worth. Nope. Nobody, nobody, same house. Nobody told, just, you know, told oh, you your house was worth yep. less because you live there. That doesn't nope. make sense. I can easily see yeah, a somebody white thinking you're being thinking paranoid. That. Yeah, and I can easily like, uh, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. And maybe I would have been in disbelief if it hadn't happened. Because mm -hmm. you know what, I was listening to um, a New York Times podcast recently, and they were interviewing this white woman who was 31 years old. And she was like, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I've been sheltered my whole life. She was like, to be honest with you, I didn't even know racism really, really did exist until very recently. Right. And it made me think like for us, I think depending on it has to almost be blatant that somebody sees with their own eyes to believe this is the things we experience. And it made me think of like racism being like a dog whistle, like, oh, no, everybody can't hear it. Yeah, right. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, these are not imagined experiences. 
we get the short end of the stick. We get, you know, um, discriminated against in every single industry in this country. It's not one industry. Banking, housing, medicine, schooling, criminal justice, like every industry, there is not any equity for black people. Nope. And then clearly in multiple areas in that industry, because with housing, I would have think like, okay, somebody tell you the space is occupied because they don't want you to move in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even took it to even the appraisal process. You don't get what's all coming to you because they decide the house ain't worth much because your black face live in it. It just pissed me off so much. The it make it takes me back to the moment I was in Italy when I was on the train going back to the train station, and I remember tears just pouring down my eyes like I'm never gonna be able to escape my blackness. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that and how sad it made me because I knew how hard I was willing to work in life for anything that I wanted, mm-hmm. and that and that was the moment I realized it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that is so saddening. Like racism is like a dog whistle for us yeah remember when you opened up um your account your business account and the person um you opened your account with he kind of expected you not to have everything you needed you're like yep got that yep yep yeah. what else you need? got that yep got yeah. that yeah like no i have what i'm supposed to have stop expecting me to come short because i'm black yeah you're gonna have to come back and bring your articles of incorporation got, got that them. yeah what else you need you got your tax id yep and i know about her you, yeah. you got the money to put down because you need a couple hundred to open it here Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they expect less. I mean, oh, my gosh. And I was just, you know, we have a new master class coming up um, soon for you guys inside the Black Health Academy. I interviewed a good friend and a client of mine, and we were actually talking about chakras and yoga. Um, but one of the things she said she was uh, released from in her journey toward, you know, these, this holistic practice was this belief that she had to be brighter and the best to get somewhere in life as a black person. I was like, oh, you've been released from that? <laughs> how, sis? Do tell, sis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, how do you not? Because everything we see shows us that you have to show up with every box checked, every I dotted, every T crossed, articulate, well-groomed, on time, you know, graduated a couple places, some experience, some connections. You know, you got to have a down payment. You got to have more than enough. Yeah. And she's like, she's been able to release that pressure of having to be that way. And I'm like, tell the secret. You hold it in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it weighs on me, like, to be honest with you. Because I, I honestly, Jay, I almost thought I wasn't going to get this place. Because mm-hmm. I so bad wanted to ask my realtor, like, I wanted to like, I, w- I want to ask him the seller's name just so I can see if it sounded like a white name. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if they know that I'm a person of color mm-hmm. and whether or not they'll give me. It scared the heck out of me. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that I was worried about that I could potentially not get to get. I won't worry about my credit score. I won't worry about the money. I won't worry about nothing else. The only thing I was like. It's the oh one thing you had God. no control over. The one thing I had no control over is being black going to stop me from getting this place that I really, really want. You know what I'm saying? We got to sleep with that. And that's called weathering. And I'm sick of white people constantly trying to act like it's imagined or it's over or we're blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, I was just talking to someone um, about Starbucks or something. They asked me to meet them at Starbucks. And I was like, no, black people, we don't go to Starbucks. No. You can't speak for every black person. First of all, yes, I can. <laughs> you expect me to do it when I'm the only one in the room? Yeah, I'm speaking for black people. Of course, it's not true for everyone. I know that. 
You can never speak for every single person. But as a black person, we ain't supposed to be in Starbucks. <laughs> Let <laughs> out. Yeah. Like, we ain't, I, I have not forgot. I know that's right. So, yes, yes. When a person says we're being discriminated, believe that person. And they're going to be representing a whole lot of other people. You doggone right. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, my cousin. I don't care about your cousin or whoever else. No. Because they may not be as aware as we are. Yes. But I'm speaking for black people. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I ain't the only one. I'm not the only one. I, might not I don't believe everybody. Yeah, I'm not all of us, and, but I'm also not the only. Exactly. You know what I mean? And if the only plug into the, into the culture is me, then you believe Then me. listen to me. <laughs> you dog all right. Which believe, uh, brings us to Breonna Taylor. So, you know, um, with regard to mental health this episode, Jay, so... You know, I know you know, you know, the, the three mm-hmm. cops, you know, one, two of them got off, said that, you know, they said that their shooting was warranted, that, you know, they were right and, you know, pulling the trigger and no charges, blah, blah, blah. And then the third cop, the only thing he was charged with was wanton endangerment, which is basically like he endangered the neighbors. Right. Never mind the life he took of Breonna Taylor. And um, mentally... How is the culture, how is this wang on the culture? Like, it's, it's like, what do you do at this point? You, you tear the city up, you know, you peacefully protest, right? You try and, you know, you know, encourage voting and get people in office that you think have your best interests and that, you know, maybe we can change some things. But this hurts on a level that's indescribable. It. And I, I feel like I'm becoming. I was saying, is it indescribable or undescribable? Never mind. Oh, I think it's indescribable. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit. Um, what's the word when you when you when it doesn't hurt as much? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm starting to be maybe. That um, uh, no, not indifferent. Um, desensitized. Desensitized. Maybe I'm desensitized. starting to be desensitized to the injustice yeah. i'm starting to expect injustice oh yeah no so doubt. it's hard to feel as hurt and and, and just outraged when it's expected you, you know what i mean head. yeah and and you just feel that that silent that 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 low you know how you have a low grade headache the headache is not bland but you can feel it throbbing like yeah. that's how it feels in my soul like it feels like i can feel it deep down but on the surface i just don't want to even acknowledge it anymore because I expect the injustice. I, I expect the racism. I expect the disregard. I expect the, the just inhumane way they treat us. I yeah. expect it. I expect it. Yep. Even not even understanding the rioting. Even not understanding. But, but what really bothers me, and I will never get used to it, is the black people what he did shoot for i hate it oh, when yeah. black people I, mean, yeah. I don't think i could ever get used to black people justifying yeah us being slain yes agreed i can i never i'm not desensitized to that and i don't think i ever could agree charles that. barkley and someone else um just got a whole bunch of backlash because of that they were you know they used their you use your platform as a black man to justify a young woman getting murdered in her bed while she sleep, you used your platform for that. Yeah, it's yep. just unbelievable. Agreed. So, yeah, it's it's heavy. It's like, how do you, um, 
you know, mental and emotional health because we know post-traumatic slavery disorder is, is real and trauma is passed down generation to generation. Yeah. Um, against our will and willingly. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is like slavery and civil rights and Jim Crow and all these errors that we've come through and the ones we're going through now, right? Black Panther era, all of that stuff. Um, it's trauma that the culture has endured against our will. Mm -hmm. But then we have trauma in the microcosm of our household that we pass down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so we're getting it like left and right. And then we sh we're showing up trying to cope. Like every day we wake up just trying to cope with the microaggressions we deal with on the job, with, you know, within the culture, like a lot of the self-hate mm -hmm. that we deal with within the culture, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, physically hating ourselves and our skin and our hair and all of this um, to, you know, the way, you know, men and women, you know, hypersexualize each other within the culture um, and the way we criticize it. Remember I told you how I would keep, like how, you know, social media comments now are starting to like, I can't even read them when yeah i watch somebody chris on these big you know platforms like the shade room and these gossip sites and things and you know they post about the celebrities and we are passing so much judgment and critique yeah on another human yeah that's part that's your sister or brother like i can't take it mm -hmm. her hair her she shouldn't have slept with him her 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 body fake but i'm like it's just too much yeah it is you it know so that's traumatic Right. Because as a, I can't imagine being in the limelight and you are always picked apart for every little thing. Mm -hmm. You're just not allowed to be human. Nope. You know, you're not allowed to have a past. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to have an opinion. It's just too much, mm -hmm. you know. And so we got, you know, the overall trauma, the, the current state of things. And just mentally, you know, we're at a place where we need some whole real life healing and we got to put some more intention on our emotional and mental health. Absolutely. Yep. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm going to close that out by saying I am very, very upset. <laughs> we know. You know. We know. We know. We know. Yeah. Well, we got the right to be. We got the right to be upset. Yeah. We do. We have the right to be upset because we're just grouped together and you know, it's classism, sexism, it's just all, everything. But at the end of the day, if you're black, you might end up catching it all. And huh. it's just, it is what it is. Anywho, um, health real quick, physical health. <laughs> when you mad, you can't even talk right. <laughs> anyway, let me talk about why y'all came here today <laughs> for um, a couple seconds. Um, just real quick. All right, go 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 you see him challenge go 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 <laughs> who's next <laughs> did you know vitamin d deficiency made you makes you more likely to test positive for covid no why not even wait what yeah what so would, would you have covid no 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 you're if you're deficient in vitamin d you're more likely to test positive like you're so, more likely to get it oh no really who yeah. said that um, and obesity. So, did you say, of course, you ain't, ain't let that come all the way out, huh? <laughs> you know, I'll be trying to be PC now. Come on now, try to be PC. Uh, so, <laughs> you saying, as contagious as it is, 
because I thought everyone was susceptible to catch it at the same rate, but just not to COVID. Yeah, I, I just didn't think that you would die from it at the same rate, but everyone can is just as contagious for anyone. No. So you mean to tell me the healthier you are, yes, reduces your chance of even catching COVID? Yes, fool. I don't believe it. Get off the Black Health Academy. I swear to God, I'll leave. We check the website for applications for a new COVID. Pick, listen, the Black Health Academy because people be lying. You think that about all disease? That everybody has the same chances of getting it. It's just your health status that determines if you beat it. Or you just feel like that about COVID. Like you feel that way about cancer. You feel that way about. No, I don't feel that way about cancer. Because that's not like an airborne type of, you know what I mean? That manifests in your body. But I mean like, don't, don't do that. I'm trying to understand. Don't. No, you're not. You're trying to judge. I'm all my intelligence. No, you don't. Well, I'm trying to figure out. What? Don't scratch your neck and squint and turn tip your I, head to the side because I don't like it. I couldn't understand. Okay. Anywho, as I was saying <laughs> intelligently, that yes, I thought that everyone's what well, I thought every equal. Yeah, but no. your how you handle it, how it manifests as far as symptoms was different depending on how healthy you were. No. No, it couldn't land on anybody's body. Yes. Of course. But Shut up! I'm not talking about this. That was so irritating. Can it land? I thought you had a shield around your body if you was healthy. I, I was Girl, trying, I was trying to meet you where you were. I didn't no, know. No. Jay. You can land on No. How healthy you are can determine whether or not you get COVID. Because it's your immune response to a pathogen. So 90% of the pathogens that enter our body enter through our eyes, nose, or mouth. Right? And... You have an antibody, specifically called IgA, that's supposed to protect your eyes, nose, and mouth. Everybody, IgA levels ain't the same. Okay. Okay, that was rude. (laughs) Now, that was rude. Now, now I'm rude, but no, that was rude. That was one of them B-I-T-C-H, please, but I'm going to roll with it because we got to keep it moving. Responses. That was rude. And I ain't sorry. I got to do more research. I don't... I'm giving you the reason. Let me ask you another question. Why ain't I research? Why you need to validate what I say? Who you're going to a white man? Listen, I'm going to multiple, multiple research articles. What I've already done for you. I'm the middle man. You went to multiple. I'm the middle man between you and the internet. Why are you sitting like that? Because I'm upset that I'm not good enough. This is exactly what we were just talking about. You acting like I'm like, you ain't no doctor. I ain't saying that. I'm not saying you ain't no doctor. I'm not saying you're not white. I told you what it is. And I said, okay. No, that ain't what you said. Why do we got to argue on the podcast? Like Tiff said, Pastor, you remember earlier. <laughs> Tiff's so disrespectful. Oh, um, yeah, time for it. Like, y'all, listen, just pass the onions and y'all keep arguing. I'm, I'm used to y'all arguing. I'm trying to eat this here black <laughs> bean burger, okay? Um, no, so um, it's just like, okay, so you already know what they've been saying from the very beginning is that if you have a pre-existing condition, you're more likely to get it. No, no, they haven't been saying you're necessarily more likely to die from it. In the beginning, they said you're more likely to get I've never COVID. heard this. BS. I swear to God. So you thought the, wait, what have you never heard? I never heard that anyone was any different from anyone else. You've never heard that the more vulnerable population is pre-existing and old people. dying from it, yes. But not catching it. Because that's why some really healthy people, just like Jillian Scott, what's her name? Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> Jillian Scott. So I love the disrespect. <laughs> Jillian Michaels, 
you know what I mean? Exercise and eat right. She called it and it was like nothing to her. She had it in her system. Many people was like that. That's why they said there were so many carriers who did not. Right. Have I think you can be a care, but not. I just got to do some research. I'm sorry. I love you and I respect you and I Shut respect up. your work. Um. Anyway, vitamin D deficiency increases your chances. <laughs> allegedly. Does that, have, does that work? Allegedly. Allegedly of catching COVID in, in addition to being obese. Because um, if you're obese, you have a lowered or compromised immune system, just naturally. Is that up for question? I don't want to fight. No, no, I'm real serious. Like, do you believe that about immunity and obesity? Or do you think everybody's immune system is created equal? <laughs> I don't think everybody's immune system is created. First of all, let's just be clear. COVID is a very, very new, very, very... I mean, it's not even that much research behind it. They're pretty much grasping at straws, trying to give us information. I agree. So I'm sorry I can't just take what you say at face value. Oh, so you're about to go, yeah, I understand. Go look at some more, you know, straw grasping information. And if it's it. enough straw graspers out there and they collectively are saying the same thing, I may give it some, you know. Let's go for it. And we'll meet back here same time. Okay. No problem. Can we move on? That, that was all I had. The, kind of, the podcast is over. The podcast is not over because we had another topic. What was it? It was about um, how we're targeted in the black community. I did that with Travis Scott. That's what I was talking about. That's specifically what you were talking about? Yes. I thought you were going to refer to like no. food deserts and the way that they set up different advertisements, depending on what area you're in, to advertise. The podcast is over. I don't like your body language. I don't like your body language. This might have been the most raggedy episode we've ever had. I don't care. You are so ridiculous. And you started it. I started it. A lot of people are targeted at a very high rate with celebrities, um, with advertisement, with commercials. Food deserts. I mean. And with the people that they book to be on these shows. What do you mean? Everybody overweight. Oh, of course. Of course. Even like if it's. It's, it's just crazy to me when there's, let's say, a car dealership commercial and the, and the people are overweight and they're black. Like, y'all literally did a casting for this. Overweight black woman between her 30s and 40s. Like, really? This was what the Why cast call was? overweight for the car dealership Exactly, because we wanted a more realistic. I want you guys to feel like this is available to you, so we're going to make them look like you, which makes it seem like this is the norm. I don't know. You know, watch uh, that show the other day was on uh, The Pains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never watched that before, Jay. And so it was on the TV, and I didn't know that the wife literally waddled. She doesn't walk. She waddles. Yeah. Yeah. And I simply cannot wrap my brain around it, mostly because the show been on years. Coming from my standpoint of working, you know, in the corporate world, so the black people that are around me do waddle and every time i yeah so every time and you know asia my friend she knows how much it just grates on my nerves and if a person is walking in front of me that's waddling she's like you irritated i'm like yes i want to get past it but it's like every time i see you i don't see any effort on your behalf you know all every time i see you, you got this bag of this and this bag of that and i know there's no way to approach the situation because you would be offended because we're not, we're so busy trying to survive. We're so busy that we don't realize that we can 
survive, pay bills, and take care of our health. That's the thing. We can do all of those things together. Some of us maybe. Some of us maybe. Not all. Not all can focus on. These are all major areas, right? And to be honest with you, I don't know that we do it all at the same time because we've reached a level in our health that's just maintenance. Think about when you had to put effort into changing the way you eat and whatever. That was the focus. True. I don't think that multitasking in that way is a thing. When I say, when we did it, it was kind of severe. Like it was a three, 160 or whatever. And this was our interview. But I'm talking about slow stepping it. Let's just stop the pop. Let's just stop the... And okay, so they might be. Then. They might be then. If you're slow stepping it and if it's not a, a cold turkey, they very But the well energy behind it from the people that I've been around and in close contact with, is that's not it. It's like, girl, you tripping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even that deep. I mean, and obesity, it's just running rampant in the black community. And it's just a gateway disease. It's not a... You have to know when you're obese, you know, you are more susceptible to uh, type 2 diabetes, to you have a lower immune system, so you're more susceptible to everything because your body ain't creating antibodies to protect you. Um, you are have a lower survival rate if something happens. Let's say you get in a car accident. It ain't even got to be a health-related disease. You can slip and fall. You can get into a car accident. You can get into a fight. <laughs> And you have a lower survival rate because of this visceral fat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can, can you save somebody you love? Maybe it ain't even you that is impacting. It could mm -hmm. be your child that you're just not physically equipped to perform day-to-day -day life things with the black people. We got to lose weight. I think, <laughs> I think, I think one of the things that we need to focus on is that it's not just external. I think a lot of times we look at ourselves in a mirror and we don't like what we see. Oh, look at my belly. Oh, look at my back. Oh, look at my legs. They got um, cellulite. And not realizing that it started internally. Yeah. Before you started seeing the cellulite, before you started seeing the back fat, before you start seeing the belly fat, your arteries and your organs and things like that, they already were getting all of this fatty tissue on them. Your health was already declining. You are just now starting to see it on the outside because that's your body's way or that's, well, can I say God's way of just giving you the visual yeah. of get your health together because I'm starting to manifest all those burgers and talk oils and sauce and sugars and uh, high fructose corn syrup, all that stuff has, has and been. loneliness and grief and depression and anxiety. Yeah. Sometimes our weight comes from emotional trauma. Like, it's just, next, next episode will be about solutions. This episode is about frustration. Yeah. Because we can't take another, we can't take another setback. That's my thing. Like, I named earlier all the industries where we get the short end of the stick, which is all of them. So I ain't have to name them. What industry leads all of them? We can't add another layer of difficulty on our plate. That's all I'm saying. Okay, next episode we'll talk about solutions. How do we get past trying to obesity. survive and take care of our health and navigate these spaces where we have to multitask and it's just difficult, you know? It's difficult for us, you know? I mean, just the racial injustice. And the embarrassment when it comes to I used to have clients. Like, can, I don't, you know, can you come to my house or can we just be in one space in the back of the gym because people are looking at me? So 
that's a whole nother layer of yeah. yeah. So I don't want to go to the gym necessarily because these it seems like the gym is full of fit people. It, well, then you are fit for quarantine. Bye. No, I'm serious. Like that's been the like that's been the one of the most positive things is that just working out from home, following along with a virtual trainer. No, I'm serious. Like this is the ideal situation for someone who is embarrassed to be in public. But that's the case they would have already been doing it before quarantine. No, I'm just saying now it's just more available to you. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's going to take quarantine. Some people have been pushed to be a little more motivated and ready to take action. That's all I'm saying. Look, let's wrap it up. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Um, I got stuff to do, and I can't be arguing. I was angry, so we recorded a podcast, and this this podcast this is, is the result of anger. Yeah, no, the sponsor of this podcast is anger. Um, I'm mad at Travis Scott. I'm mad at people who stampede McDonald's because he introduced a burger and fry and Sprite meal, which McDonald's has introduced since the, they started. Um, I'm upset about Breonna Taylor. I'm upset about obesity. Um, I'm just, I'm sick of everything. Racism in in every, every area that exists. I'm sick of, um, worried about if my blackness is going to keep me back from living my best life. Um, and so next time maybe we can be happy about something. Listen, but I'm very, very happy that you and the babies were able to avoid calamity. Um, cause that was, that was a super, uh, angel. That was a sure, guy's sure story. Sure yeah, was. no, real talk. Real talk. That's what's up. So thank you for bringing that silver lining to the podcast. And thank you for um, sponsoring the podcast in this lovely, beautiful law. Listen, it's been my absolute pleasure, and I look forward to doing more in this bluff, hopefully with some furniture next time. So um, until next time. Be well. <laughs>